So, Jeremy. Hold that thought, Daniel. I got to go to the closet and get a Kleenex real quick. (laughs) (laughs) So, Daniel, what's up? (laughs) Um, My wife listened to that episode, by the way, and she was not mad at me at all. She she was more mad at me that I said that she'd be mad at me because she doesn't want to sound like a... you know, she doesn't want to sound like a bitch. Sure, I get it. She's she's not. I get it. Um, but she does want to come on the show again and and defend herself. See, that's just it. I feel like she's going to have a somewhat valid explanation, and then I'm going to be like, okay, that makes a little more sense. I'm still not going to fully understand, but maybe I'll you know see see the the road that got to the closet a little more clearly. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. It's never going to make sense. I got you. I got but you sidetracked. It, yeah. Yeah. So, um, speaking of other crimes, uh, I went out with people from work this week. Ooh. And um, my boss, who is very nice. She's younger than me. She's, uh, but she's just a seemingly very normal, nice person, right? Those are the dangerous ones. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. We they ordered pizza. I we went to this pizza place, and um, her and one of my coworkers split a cheese pizza, and somebody else got a burger with fries and so the person the girl with the burger and fries wanted some salt to put on her fries so she's looking around the table she's like well, where's the salt and uh my boss goes oh i have it and she was eating pizza and we're okay. all like what were you doing with the salt with the pizza she's like oh i put it on my pizza okay we're like on your pizza she put salt on her pizza Jeremy, is that not a food crime? To me, that's a food crime. I don't know. To me, people that like salt put it on everything. So she says that she puts it on everything. Yeah, I have like absolutely a, everything. I have a, I guess now former family member who loves salt, and she would put it on anything. So like, and I'm pretty good at seasoning food. So we'd have like family events that I would cook, and. No matter what we had, she would always ask for salt, and I used to always get a little bit irritated at first. Like things that would never normally have salt, say like pizza, right? Right. She just she just put it on everything. Like so, I just got to the point where every time I would set her spot or bring her her food, I would just bring the salt shaker with me and give it to her. <laughs> In fact, I think for Christmas one year, I got her one of those Himalayan, Himalayan salt grinder things um, with some fancy salt. But I think she just liked plain old. Yeah, she probably likes plain plain salt. Yeah. 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 um, I'm trying to think of one example. Like, uh, I don't know. I think we were eating like, like just like salad, right? Like a chef salad. Yeah. Um, I'd made this like little salad bar and it was outside and she made her salad and she's like looking around and she's like, where's the salt? And it's like the one thing I didn't think I would need salt for. So I didn't bring any outside. So I went and got it. Um, so yeah, there are those people. I'm, I'm sorry you so, found that insulting, Daniel. I'm sorry you found your 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 boss's pizza eating method insulting. I don't know. It, I just feel like that's a weird thing. It is kind I'm of not, a weird thing, but we all got our thing. Like people that eat K 
ketchup on macaroni and cheese or or yeah Ugh. i don't know I will i'm say, not a fan of when i make homemade macaroni and cheese i do put a tiny bit of ketchup in it when i'm making it i, I will admit to that sure while you're making it i, I get it it's fine just a tiny yeah. bit not very much at all yeah um, no it's ketchup fine. on. Well, I mean, I don't eat eggs, but ketchup on eggs. You don't eat eggs. Yeah, seems like strange. Or steak. See, <clears throat> oh no. But so I will. I here's the thing though. I like the flavor. I know you don't like eggs, but anyway, I like the f- flavor of tomato on an egg. So yes. I just put I put a slice of tomato on my eggs. Usually. No, I think that's fine. I, a lot of people. I mean, somebody that's cooked <laughs> ten billion omelets. There's a lot of people that like tomatoes in their omelet, on their omelet. Right. However you want to prepare it. I like it on top. Like when we went to that Mother's Day brunch, I got an omelet at the omelet station, and um, I just had him top it with some tomatoes. Yeah. Because that's how that's how I like it. Because you don't want them cooked and warm in the middle. Right. I don't mind cooked tomatoes, but I like on an on an omelet. I like fresh tomatoes. Yeah, no, I can yeah. I can respect that. Yeah, and like we we go to this little uh, breakfast cart shack thing that makes good breakfast sandwiches, and I always have them put a tomato slice on my on my breakfast sandwich. It's delicious, yeah. and I made omelets this week. We had already eaten dinner, and I was just like, well, Coley was watching Vanderpump Rules, and she's all into it, and I'm not, but I... Was that the reunion? Know, sit, sit there with her. Yes. Oh, yes. nice. Nice. Yeah, I need to watch that still. <laughs> she was... Of course you watch that. Do you I, watch that? No, I don't watch that. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but... Jesus Christ. Uh, it was the reunion. It was I know, like I the... Uh, yeah. I saw Facebook or something. That's how I knew that. Oh my god, yeah. Jesus! So, so we're sitting watching it, and I was just bored, and I was like, you know what? I I was scrolling like Facebook and stuff, and I keep seeing all these videos of people cooking stuff, and I was like, I want to cook something. But we didn't have everything that I really would have wanted to cook, so I was like, well, this is what we got in the house. This is what I'm gonna do. So I made an omelet, and I put some sliced. Avocado and tomato and onion on top of it, and it was it was delicious. Was there anything in the omelet? Cheese? Nope, just it's, cheese. It's just just a cheese egg fold over type thing. It looked yep. very good. It did, Daniel. It was. Yeah. For, I mean, I know you wouldn't eat it, but, no, but it that's was, not personal. It it's just because there's egg in it. Yeah, I'm telling you, nothing makes me happier than when I cook something and my wife says it was delicious. Nothing makes you happier than that? No, probably. No, I don't think so. Is that because she's generally critical of what you cook or just because you like to make her happy? Yeah, no, because I'm a pleaser. You are a pleaser. So so (laughs) it just makes me happy, and it makes me feel good about my cooking ability. Oh, that's heartwarming. When I make something and it's good. I want somebody that I can make happy with mundane tasks instead of being yelled at for doing not enough. Well, you come live here, and you can. Yeah, well, you can cook for us all anytime. Listen, we're one step closer to like thruples being legal, <laughs> so we're almost there, Daniel. We're almost there. <laughs> um, 
And I made waffles. And you this live morning. in a progressive state, so it'll probably happen Those there before anywhere else. I do like yes. waffles, but they are not good for me. No. No. I But this morning so I made waffles and I have this the, this guy that I work with go he's he's obsessed with this brewery. Brew brew brewery. Hmm. Brew, brewery. I can't say that word. Is there are there words that you just can't say? Yeah, didn't didn't I have one like two weeks ago? I can't remember what it is now. I have one right. all the time. Yeah, it's yeah, bizarre because we're both fairly decent word people. <laughs> you, I mean, you're better at knowing Speakers. words than I am, but we all got our thing. Yeah, yeah. Brewery, um, and they make this uh, bourbon syrup. It's okay. basically just syrup fermented in a bourbon barrel. Barrel. Okay. Um, and it's delicious, but um, I went to use it on my waffle this morning, and I've only used it once before, and <clears throat> went to put it on my waffle this morning, and it's got a cork because it's fancy, so it, sure. it has a cork top. Yeah. So I try to take the cork off, take the cork out, and it broke. So the cork is stuck in there. Do you have a wine opener? Yeah, I'll use a wine opener. I just didn't want to deal with it this morning. I was, I was like, it was, I was like, yeah, you know what? That's not what I want to use this so syrup for anyway. You just reach in the cupboard and grab your forty-eight ounce bottle of great value Walmart syrup instead. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, so did your coworker buy you some of this syrup or did you pony up the money for it at the brewery yourself? I, uh, you have to, you can, so it's so popular. You can only get one per person. So I ordered one and he picked it up for me when he went. Wow. Cause he goes like once or twice a week. It's to this so brewery. popular. You can only get, I feel like that's like a Nintendo thing. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> they're making it more limited than it needs to be. <laughs> I mean, there are only so many trees, maybe, that they get the syrup from. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds good. Do they yeah, add a little it, nutmeg in it to make it truly Connecticut? No, it's a Massachusetts brewery. So. Oh, okay. I, I see. So no nutmeg. I see. Um, but my plan is... <clears throat> I didn't want to use it for the waffles anyway, because my plan is to make salmon with it mm. salmon and brussels sprouts i see i can so, see that yeah that'd be yeah. a good glaze for salmon yeah yeah yep all right yep okay so, so salt on pizza not not a fan of salt on pizza do you put a sauce on pizza ever like ranch or tabasco hell's yeah i do okay ranch so there, there's a place there's a place near me that gets uh um, <clears throat> that has, we, I always order, um, a Supreme or something like that. And it's sausage, hamburger, pepperoni, uh, um, mushrooms, peppers, and onions. Okay. And, and when I reheat it, so I only reheat pizza in the oven. I do not microwave my pizza unless I'm desperate. Sure. And, and I don't eat pizza cold. Okay. I'm not a fucking caveman. So I mean, that I forehead might it. say different, but. <laughs> <laughs> I reheat it in the oven, and then 
uh, that one in particular, I will like drizzle some ranch on too. We see. Have you Maybe ever that's seen? Disgusting, but I do. Have you seen those TikToks where people like reheat pizza in a frying pan using that like very precise method? Yeah, I yeah. I don't have time for that shit. It just doesn't make sense to me from like a chemistry standpoint that it would be that great. Right. I, me neither. Yeah. I'm not interested. And I. What do you do for pizza? I don't mind cold pizza. Um, I don't have the, okay, well, to be clear, there's not like anywhere right where I live where you can get really great pizza. There's a place that, that, um, sometimes their pizza is really good and sometimes it's not, it's very hit and miss. So if I'm in a hurry, it's not above me to just pop it in the microwave for a few seconds. Um, but I do like to, to reheat it in the oven when I can, if I'm going to. Um, but between me and Dylan and the kids, when we order a pizza, there's usually not a whole lot left these days. Mm, yeah, well, I'm sure. But like certain like cheap pizza, like you can't really reheat it in the oven because it gets way too dried out. So your option is have yeah. it super chewy and kind of gross out of the microwave, eat it cold. Or just throw it away. At that point, that kind of pizza, like, I would just eat it cold. Like Pizza Hut pizza, Domino's, yes. that type of right. stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you get actual pizza, you know, that's got, like, a thick crust and has some, some substance to it, then, yes, it's definitely worth putting it in the um, oven. I have heard air fryer works pretty well, but... I was going to ask if you had an air fryer. I don't have an air fryer. It, Daniel, yeah, I, I refuse to even get a crock pot for, like... Until about We've talked years, about this about ten we? years ago. Yeah. Yes. I can see where an air we, fryer would work, but right, like it's a lot of process to go through because there's so small capacity. So you're like reheating one piece of pizza, and you're going through this entire process and dirtying your whole air fryer. I don't know. Coley's <laughs> uh, got a friend who swears by her air fryer and says she doesn't even use a microwave or a toaster anymore. Yeah, no, there are people that, that do swear by them, and they do have some that have pretty decent capacity at this point, but they take up so much space. And They do. Yeah. I we do don't have, have I mean, much I have counter a, space. I have a convection oven, and that's not a whole lot different than an air fryer. Like, right. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, my, my oven does both. So I've been using the convection more yeah. lately. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, same. So I don't have to turn convection on, but I can. Um, yep. You know, obviously yeah. air fryer's smaller and forces the air into a smaller space, so it probably does do a better job, but mm-hmm. convection oven works just fine. Yeah, like a month, month ago, month and a half ago, we, we got seafood, fried seafood, and we did not finish it didn't even come close so we brought it home and my our neighbor was like oh you just put that in the convection oven I'm like really okay we'll try it and we tried it it was delicious yeah it tasted just like the day before i did um so this gal i was seeing she saved her french fries from this restaurant and i'm like uh like i'd never do that because warmed up fries are just nasty right right Right. But she took them home and, like, the next day put them in her air fryer. And I got to admit, they were pretty right. tasty. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's got its uses. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Can, can can we 
do a sidebar. Isn't this whole thing a sidebar? Sure, go ahead. Are you you no longer seeing that lady? Oh, this was Heather. This was a while ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm still seeing seeing Melissa. Um, Okay, cool. She's been busy house-sitting and going to a family function and whatnot, so we haven't seen a whole lot of each other the last couple weeks, but summer's coming. Baseball's winding down. Yeah, so... Um, I would love to talk more about baseball and hear all about it, but I just don't know how how to do that. Of course. Of we course. Have a, we have a podcast. Wait, no, we have to sync this. We have to sync yeah, this. Wait, which part are we Kyle supposed to sync? We have to sync it. Are we supposed to sync the of course or the of, we have a podcast part? I forgot. Po- we have a podcast, I think. Okay. It has to be. I mean, that makes sense. Hold on. I'm going to look because him being probably our biggest non-family listener, I want to get <laughs> this right for Kyle because it, it, uh, you don't both have to say of course, but we do have to say, okay. So, of course. We have, come a, on, what the fuck, dude? I thought you, you were going to say, of, I thought you were going to say of course, and then we were going to do it. So I say of course. Okay. Whoever okay. says of course. The next person says, of course, and then immediately after we say we have a podcast. All right? All right. All right. Got it. Okay. Okay. Of course. Go ahead. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't that difficult, Daniel. You weren't saying it. I said, of course. But I was saying, I was saying, go ahead when you were saying, of course. So I screwed it all up. Do it again. Do it again. Of course. Of course. We, we have, have a, a podcast. podcast. Jesus Thanks. fucking Christ. We'll get better. We'll get better. <laughs> Baby steps. So baseball, yes. Um, wait. Wait. Okay. I forgot about our theme song. Okay. Perfect. That's the best theme song you've done yet. Thank you. So baseball season. Okay, so I actually have um, I have a lot to talk about here, so I'll try to be somewhat All right, brief. yeah, let's hear it. Yep. So first of all, Ellie's baseball t-ball is over, and um, she had fun. She did pretty good, but she's she's been wanting to practice with with Angela and Autumn's team like all year, right? At least, yeah, at least yeah. when she's there with me on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Um, so, like, she's been, like, putting on a helmet and, like, grabbing a bat and trying to sneak in the batting line. And I, you know, keep, like, pulling her out and pulling her out. And I'll play catch with her and stuff when they're playing catch and things like that. Um, so a couple weeks ago, she was doing this and, like, she was, you know, kind of, she would get close to the front of the line and I'd be like, no, no, Ellie, no, no. And she'd go to the back. So it was getting towards the end of practice and she had ran off, um, to the playground play area at the ballpark. And Chris mm-hmm. coach, Chris, he said, where'd tiny go? Everybody calls Ellie tiny. That's just her name. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, Oh, I don't know. I think she went over to the playground. He's like, Oh, I was going to let her bat. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. So I called her back. And he asked about the left-handed, right-handed thing. 
So she batted a couple times right-handed, tried it once left-handed. She hit it left-handed, but again, she's just got a much more fluid swing. I think if she could like get her left-handed swing better, she'd probably have more power, but I don't know. Anyway, she's five, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not yeah, she's, I'm not, I'm not yeah. A, <laughs> you know, I'm not a scout for the Yankees. <laughs> I don't know these things. Um, yeah. So anyway, she really enjoyed that. So he started letting her bat just a little bit of practice. And then yeah. um, last Wednesday, they we had a practice, and I was in the outfield rotating people because I forget exactly what they call it. But essentially, you get out, then you have to go to right field, and then you have to work your way back and um, get back to bat, right? So sure. I was trying to control that because there's all these little kids and he just lets her like bat the entire time. So she probably hit the ball 40 to 50 times that night. And then towards the end, she wanted to come in the outfield. So I was like, yeah, sure. And one of the older kids hits a, you know, like line drive grounder for lack of a better term right at her. And she just runs right up at it and gets her glove down and is going to field it. And it bounces right before it gets to her glove and smokes her in the head. And it didn't real it didn't hurt her. Like I had okay. one of those instant ice packs in my in my backpack in my first aid kit, so I popped it and held it to her head. It really more just skimmed her, but it, it kind of scared her a little bit. Um so that night her T ball team was supposed to have this just family fun night, right? Like we were all gonna get together. But it had it was lightning out. This was right at five o'clock, and this was right at the end of practice that she got hit with the ball. It was lightning out and she said that she didn't want to go. She just wanted to go home. Yeah. So it was completely, completely optional, right? And I was sure it was going to start raining any second. So even though I'm not obligated to, I wasn't sure if Alicia was planning on coming to this event. I text her and let her know that that uh, we weren't going because <clears throat> Ellie got hit with you know with the ball. She's fine. I emphasize that she was fine, but she just wants to go home. And then I also. Um, sent a message to the coach on remind the t-ball coach so a little while later i get this message from alicia that asks aren't you coming to the or where are you that's all it said so i look and like i did that thing where i typed out the message but forgot to press send and i was like shit whatever so i told her and that just created this whole thing so she's like pissed off that she was practicing with the older kids and that's against league rules and there's there's liability issues and she could sue the coach and all this and i'm like my god (sighs) yeah so (laughs) i literally had to tell her to not contact me again that night unless it was an emergency like just that's how i've learned to just shut her down when she gets like that yeah um i don't know anyway but it was fun so like she um she she was progressively getting better each at bat and she was like driving him into, uh, you know, into the infield, but hard grounders, like their coach prefers their being Angela Lottom. He prefers people hit very hard grounders as opposed to fly balls because they're harder to field. Right. Like, yeah. It gets right. to the outfield easier. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's the first part of baseball i wanted to share so okay our team is pretty good last year we didn't lose a single game i don't think we ever trailed um 
this year we're not quite as good as we were last year. And there's this other team, the Blue Jays, who are oh, much better this year than they were last year. Oh, so we played them a few weeks, a couple weeks ago. And we, yeah. um, they, they got off to like a six, nothing. They, they batted first and they, they scored six runs in the top of the first, like for whatever reason, our infield could not, could not get it together. And then what do they pay these kids for? And, and what do they, well, what, what's now? What do they pay these kids right, for? Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. So then we get up and, and our top of the order is pretty good. Like our first six batters up until Angela. God, I feel terrible for saying that. <laughs> are, are pretty good, right? Um, yep. And Angela can hit the ball, but she's she's never going to be a, a, a Tony Gwynn. Let's just put it that way. Um, yeah. They, for whatever reason, like a couple of them hit the ball pretty hard, but but the infield for the Blue Jays was like amazing. They were, you know, like they, they looked really good. So. We ended up losing that game thirteen to nine. Ah, uh, yeah. And well, you like, put up a fight. Ugh. Yeah, no, it sucked. <laughs> and um, you know, we didn't lose another game the rest of the season. And the last game of the season was on Thursday, and we played the Blue Jays again. So, Daniel, I got to tell you, I have <laughs> never had such an intense experience at a game of baseball for children five to eight years old. And yeah. I'm like, I, you know, I wasn't like, none of us were like crazy or whatever, but like there was definitely some competitiveness and people can read into that, whatever they want. It was on both yeah. sides. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, uh, LD wanted something from the concession stand and I couldn't like, I couldn't see her the whole time. So I'm like, fine, whatever. I'll go with you. Um, and I wasn't uh, helping coach this game, so I didn't really have to be right there. The only time I really help coach is if, if one of the other coaches is missing for whatever reason. Um, okay. In a game anyway. So walk up to the concession stand, and like I hear some commotion, and I'm kind of looking back, and I see our head coach and one of their assistant coaches kind of going at it. I'm like, huh. Oh, no. Yeah. So I get back, <laughs> and I, I ask uh, – Travis, you know, my buddy Travis, who I talked to on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, what, what, what happened? And uh, he said, so in, in this level of baseball, I don't really know. They don't really call it Little League. It's not Little League yet. It's Pee Wee, maybe. I don't know. Sure. It's, it's technically still called T-ball, but it's not T-ball. Right. So the rule is, if the ball gets hit into the outfield, as soon as the ball gets into second base, the play is dead, even if the second baseman misses it, right? So if somebody from the outfield throws it into second base, the runners cannot advance any further. If okay. it's hit into the infield, um, um, you cannot advance on an overthrow to a base. And okay. once the ball gets into the back to the pitcher, the play is dead. So anyway, apparently there okay. was there was somebody on third. There was a Blue Jay player on third, and um, the 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 person batting hit the ball and went into the outfield. And I don't know; it must have been like a, a fly ball. So the, the the third base coach wasn't entirely sure if it was going to be caught or not. I don't really know. 
um, anyway, they had got the ball back into second base, and then the coach told the player to run. So he ran home, and that caused an issue. So, um, oh, 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 and yeah. we had a high yeah. school umpire, which is great, but you know they're like they don't want to be too intimidated by anybody. So, right. Anyway, the the head coach on that team, she's like, I'll just send them back. And and Chris, our coach, is like, No, that's fine. Just remember it for next time. Whatever. I guess that's what Travis told me happened. But so this game was, you know, six innings, and. It was like <laughs> nail biting, right? Like nail biting. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, our team, particularly our defense, played much better this game than the last game. Um, mm-hmm. The kid in the last game that was responsible for every RBI on our team, he hit three three run home runs. Wow! So that's where we got our nine our nine uh, scores. Right. Not not out, you know, like little league home runs, right? Like inside the park home runs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still. Yeah, he like went zero for four, and he played a terrible game at, at at the bat. Like he hit the ball, but they were just soft bloopers, or they got caught. But he played a much better yeah. game. They switched him from first base to pitcher. Yeah, um, yeah, and he 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 played a good game at pitcher. Well, that's why he didn't hit well. He was pitching. <laughs> yeah, he can't he, all be Shohei he, Otani. He, he's no Shohei. Um, anyway, we ended up winning seven to five, and. So now, hey, all right. now both these team, both of our teams have lost one game. So we're going into tournament play on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, Tuesday, it's a double elimination tournament. So um, I think they ended up being the first seed because they won by more runs than we than we won. We only won by two. They went one by four. Mm-hmm. So I think they ended up getting the first seed. Anyway, gotcha. the. In all likelihood, we're going to meet in the championship game. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. So if we do meet in the championship game, it's since it's double elimination, like we'll have to play them at least twice in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Gearing up for the rumble at the Conrad Sports Complex next week. (laughs) I know that shit gets intense. Um, I mean, basketball is the same way. Like, those... Those are little kids, you know. They are eight and nine years old, and the everybody gets really into it. The parents, but the kids do too, you know. Like the before our two tournament games that we played, like my girls were in, intense, you know. They just were. They were all very anxious, and they were ready to take on like we had this little rivalry rivalry another word i can't say rivalry going on with um one of the towns the town we played in our first round and that game was super intense and i remember after like we beat them and then um because we had beaten them and then lost to them um and then no, we had lost to them, and then we beat to, beat them in the last game of the season, and then we played them again in the first game of the tournament. And so we beat them again, um, but they were like, they really wanted to beat us, you know? And uh, I remember we <clears throat> met them. Um, we, we, we accidentally saw them at Dunkin' Donuts, because they all went to Dunkin' Donuts and 
Coley and Quinn and I were going to watch um, her friend play. Or no, no, it was uh, my nephew. We were going to watch my nephew play. So we didn't have time to get lunch or anything. So we just stopped at Dunkin' Donuts really quick. And the whole team was there. Wow. And <laughs> it just like felt bad. I was like, sorry, I didn't know you guys were going to be here. But the coach did not look happy to see me. Um, I mean, what are the odds? 10,000 Dunkin' Donuts in the town of Willimantic, and you guys are at the same <laughs> one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't actually in Willimantic. Willimantic. It was in Columbia, which oh, is right well, next to naturally. Willimantic. Naturally. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I know. That, that shit gets intense. And then we watched her friend's game, um, and that was even more intense because that was, like, the championship championship game. And um, they won, and they, they, they killed this Marlboro team that were kind of, like, the coach was kind of a jerk. I oh, they killed like, them? Did they? Did not like playing them. Did they smoke that Marlboro team? They sure did. They sure did. Um, uh, yep. It was, they, they made them look like camels out there. <laughs> um, That's cool. <laughs> and they were just it, it was intense I mean it was like it, there were probably 150 200 parents watching that game and it was, got loud in there for for a you know third and fourth grade basketball yeah yeah I know game. it's yeah. we're still just I don't know like I think we're still just competitive in nature no matter how like again, like like nobody got yeah. upset or angry or acted inappropriately at this game, but you could tell both teams were intensely, uh, the fans intensely cheering for their team. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. where in most yeah. games, because it's a small town, everybody knows everybody. Like when the other kids come up to bat, you're like, okay, let's go, Pete or whatever. Like that wasn't happening in this game. <laughs> it was just cheer for your team and your team only. Good times. Yeah. Good times, Daniel. Um, so anyway, mm-hmm. so, but yeah, baseball will be over after, after, uh, next week. But my, one of my cooks is going on vacation from June 11th through the 27th. So I have to work those two Tuesday evenings, Daniel. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Well, we'll continue on Sundays then. Yeah. For a while anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, that's baseball. Anyway, that's um, baseball for you. What else did we want to talk about on the show? Oh, I remember. I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, uh, AI art. Yes. With the caveat that I know so little about it, but I'm there's a couple of aspects of it that I'm pretty intrigued by. Okay. I'm curious about. So, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, let's let's talk about it cuz I Mhm. Yep. Okay, so by and large, the only reason I really even know a whole lot about AI or anything about AI art is because of the um comments I've heard or read um on Twitter and like on Facebook and the Overblood group about essentially the yep. general distaste for it. And mm-hmm. it seems to me that the foundation of that distaste 
comes from the idea of of people taking content created by real people and essentially using it without permission to recreate something or or gain something for themselves is is the general gist I get. So like there's you yes. know some some moral and ethical implications there. What my mind first went to and again I'm talking out of naivety here I do not know any of the nuance behind behind it. But many of these people are the exact same people that think it's completely okay to emulate a game or to use content from creators without paying for it. So I'm just curious, what's the difference? Daniel? Um, the difference is profit. Like when you're emulating a game, you're not, you're not, nobody's making money off of that. But Emulators the, are free. Sure, the, but also the creator isn't making money. So AI art is generally for profit is what you're saying? Yes. A okay. lot of times it is used for profit. Okay, I can see that difference. Okay. Okay. And and yeah, I mean and there's sort of a um I don't know, I just don't think that's a a, a fair equivalence. That's why I'm because asking because I don't know. That's that's why I, I want to find out. Because with AI art, what my, again, I'm like you, I'm not super well-versed in it either. I don't know exactly how it works, but what my understanding of how AI, as we know it right now, works, um, things like chat GPT and other stuff on the internet that like, you know, actually generates images, um, is that it, it is not really an AI per se. It is just an algorithm. algorithm. Correct. It's just a collection, an archive of the entire internet. And it just says, you type in a prompt and it says, it takes those keywords and it searches for images that already exist that other people have already created and then uses those images without proper uh um what's Li- the licensing look for licensing permission. thank you permission licensing credit um without giving credit to the original creators and and it just you know if you say uh Homer Simpson Mona Lisa it'll take Homer Simpson, and it'll take Mona Lisa, and it'll mash them together. Or it will find, even worse than that, like, it will find literally somebody out there who has made this image already, and it'll find it, and it will just reuse it and repurpose it as its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it's be and i think the thing that upsets people about it is that um and the thing i don't like about it is that it there is this push among people in silicon valley and tech industries to use ai to 
fill in gaps um, and in in human productivity, I guess. Yeah. Um, and to to say, oh, you know, I need this image. I can get it in thirty seconds from an AI, whereas I'm going to have to pay a human, you know, forty man hours to do it. Sure. Um, and it, those people are getting profit off of that, but it's not. There's, I don't know. It's just gross. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree that it's gross. And, and to be clear, it's not just art. It's it's writing. It's literature. It's all kinds of different things. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And again, I don't know enough about it. I'm just. I was just thinking. I don't. You know, like say, okay, maybe here's a better example than the emulator thing. Um, yeah. After I finished playing The Last of Us Part Two, that mm-hmm. pin that Joel gave Ellie when he after he told her "Welcome to Earth" that she carries around in her backpack, I'm like, "Oh man, that's really cool!" And I was really into enamel pins at that time, and I wanted one of those. Yeah. So I go and I look for, you know, official ones and there aren't any out there, which I mean, right. lost opportunity there, naughty dog. But of course, right. Etsy has them, right? Yes. So I bought two of them and it's the exact same image, the exact same pen marketed as Last of Us Part Two, Welcome to Earth. Yeah. And yeah. I doubt that Etsy creator paid any money to naughty dog, but people don't take issue with those sorts of things. Well, why do you think that is? Um, no, I mean, I, I've i always personally not liked stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I used to be completely um, against it. I'm sure, like, if people remember the old show, I was kind of an asshole when it came to piracy and, and using people's works, whether you thought it was right or wrong. I'm mostly indifferent to it now because I just don't care enough to get worked up about those things. Um Specifically, and, though, I'm talking about like art. Even, 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 even if it is, um, like a, a picture you find on Redbubble or Etsy or something that is hand painted, but it is basically just concept art or cover image from a video game, right? Yeah. Um, or even just like a. Sometimes it's even just like a screenshot from a yeah. game um, that they painted yeah. um, or redrew. Yeah. I don't love that because you're just copying something that already exists. Yeah. Um, like I have a Bloodborne painting that Coley got me off of Redbubble or something, one of those. Mm-hmm. And it's... A little unique it's like um it's it's the hunter's dream it's the doll in the hunter's dream and it's not an image it like it doesn't look like it's ripped straight out of bloodborne right it's like a a different take on it right exactly it's kind of an inspired by bloodborne kind of thing i have no problem with that because to me that is equivalent to like like uh um Fan fiction kind of thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think that's fine. I think there's nothing wrong with taking existing um, source material and running with it and 
interpreting it in your own work. But if you're just straight copying the the cover image or artwork from from something, yeah, I don't know. I've never straight really up, liked straight up that. bootlegging it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I I think I feel the same way. Like I didn't feel any unethical or moral dilemma buying those Last of Us pins using that example because a I couldn't get them from um, an official source yeah. and. B, like, it wasn't like somebody just printed off an image and sent it to me. They actually had to make something. And, right. Um, right. I don't know. So, yeah, I, I I think fan art is very cool, and I do think that, that fans should, like, be able to, to put that out in a marketplace to use. And I suppose, and I'm certainly not a copyright lawyer by any stretch, but, I mean, I do believe the obligation is on on the license owner to to request that it not be being done. So if somebody like, you know, somebody were to put a copyright request on something and then somebody still blatantly was, was just copying it one for one and then selling it, I think that's probably morally and ethically questionable. Um, if somebody were to themselves personally or even, you know, like, even if they personally digitally recreate something, because digital art is art, with their own spin on it, then I think that's great. Like, I, there's a lot of fan art that, that is amazing that it would be a shame to never see put out there. Um, so the AI thing, to me, is just very curious, because it's like, how far how far will it go? And yes, if, if a developer or I think I read something where like Hollywood with like the um, writer strike, like they were just going to start using AI to finish all these scripts. Right. And I, I don't even know why I think that's a terrible idea, but I think it's a terrible idea other than obviously it's putting people out of work, but there's lots of things that have done that, that, that <laughs> I've scoffed at in the past. Right. Well, because here's the other thing, right? AI isn't perfect. Because AI written AI writing, there's we we've all seen like the the Seinfeld scripts written by like an AI, right? Yeah. Um, and they're funny, but you can tell they're written by an AI, and so they still need. It's like it's like a fucking self checkout. You still need a person at the <laughs> self checkout, making sure that it's all working correctly. You, so you still need an editor. You need somebody to to fix what the AI has done, has written, because it's not going to be perfect. We it's just not there yet. You know, this is not Star Trek or Star Wars. Like we're just not. Yeah, our artificial intelligence is not there yet. We're not Mass um, Effect. Right. Exactly. Not um, or Blade Runner. I mean, the list could go on. Could go on. Um, so you're still going to need a person to make sure that they are doing their job correctly. And if they're all on strike, then that person is going to be a producer or, a, you know, somebody else. Somebody who's not a writer. And um, they're not the best person for that job. Did you, um, do you want to know something? What? I'm not even here right now. I have an AI algorithm doing the show for me. Well, shit. 
They're very, uh, very good. Yeah, they're better, better than me. Oh yeah, you would say that because you are the okay. AI algorithm. So let's it. let's let's spin it a little bit. What <laughs> what do you think might be an example where this sort of AI technology could be useful? Like, say, a company meeting. You could just do that all through <laughs> AI, right? Uh, well, yeah. So uh, actually, no. That's a good example. Like somebody to take notes you know take minutes from the company meeting and to keep the company meeting on track yeah right yeah because uh, yeah because sometimes to write company meetings to write documents stay on track that yeah that aren't legal but like just like training documents and things like that you know how much time i spend typing out that nonsense um yes yeah i so i think I and I know what comment what what uh, post you were talking about uh, in the Overblood group on Facebook. Like I remember, I commented and said I wish they could all just be used for things like Excel. Like nobody ever gets excited about Excel, so give it to the AI. Careful, like just you're gonna upset the accounting people, <laughs> but yes. It just there are menial tasks that if we really want to utilize AI, which I guess I don't even know why we need to, but, but well, I mean another. we've already been doing it for years, like Alexa, like Alexa, turn on the air conditioner before I get home. Whatever, I mean, like, yeah. Oh Jesus, don't turn on the air conditioner, Alexa. I was making a point, not a request. <laughs> 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 I just remember there was that whole wave where everybody was buying those things. I never bought them. And now I feel like people don't really... Like, half, half, 75% of the people that bought them don't really use them. Uh, I use mine at work still sometimes. And then the only okay. one I have in my house is just my TV because I have a Amazon Omni TV. So, um like, like my parents have one. Mostly I, I use, it use it so I don't have to search for stuff. I can just speak into the air and she will find, um, you know, the White House plumbers on HBO for me or whatever I feel like watching. Are you watching that? I want to watch that. Yeah, I finished it. Oh, man. I've been watching. I don't know. I guess I've been lazy because I've been watching lots of TV. So oh, nice. That, yeah, you should watch that. Um, I... Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but there's there was a part in there that I have no idea how I never knew this part of this story. And of course it's a TV show, so I had to Google it and it's it's real. Like it really Does it happened. involve that guy's wife? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that I know that. Sorry. Yeah. I, how did I not know that, Daniel? I'm I'm I don't know. I'm, you didn't listen to the um podcast all about it. There was a there was a really good podcast many uh, years ago about it. Okay. Yeah, I guess I just missed it. So Serial. It was a serial about it. Oh, okay. Um, now, I don't know like if some of the stuff that they showed on the airplane right before it crashed, I'm sure that was mostly dramatized. I don't know that it's um, a fact. But the ties to, to JFK, I had never heard that either. And that yeah. just blows my mind. how I've Because mm. I have watched a ton of stuff on JFK and read books and, yeah. and documentaries and whatnot. Um, I also watched... A Small Light, which is a uh, limited series. that It's on National Geographic, but I watched it on Disney+. And it's about 
um, Meep Geese, who was one of the people who helped hide the the Frank and um, Van Pelt families wow. in World War Two. Yeah, and that was very fascinating. And um, so after I finished that, of course, I googled her as well, and it was a lot of it. You know what it showed depicted as as fact is by all accounts true. Um, so that was pretty fascinating. You know, I've known the story of Anne Frank for years, but I have never right. thought about the people that were helping to hide them. Well, cause I think a lot of what I, yeah, I watched a documentary all about her dad a few years ago about Otto. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was the only one of the eight people from the annex. That the only one that survived. survived. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of we're we're really off track from AI right now, but that's okay. Um, AI Frank, um, I think a lot of what we all know about her comes from her diary, and there was really only so much that she knew. You know, Correct. she was a kid, yeah. and there was so much going on that she was sheltered from that she did not even know about. Yeah. Um. You know, and uh, just right on the other side of the wall from where she was. You know, just there were so many people um, involved in helping them um, and also people involved in trying to find them that uh, that she just didn't even know about. And so yeah. I think we just don't. A lot of people just don't even know those stories. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'll have to watch that because that's. Yeah, I I'm didn't very fascinated. Yeah, I think you would like it. I didn't know that part of the story. And then after I watched that, I realized there's a whole lot more that I still don't know. Like like if these people were searching for them all this time for 2 years, Daniel, 2 years. Yeah. They never yeah. thought to look in the attic above this guy's business. Like right? really? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Nice. Yeah. 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 We watched um we watched a bunch of Succession yesterday. Because I started it over with Coley because I, I just was like, I think, I really think you would like this if we really gave it a chance. Because we watched the first episode together years ago and it didn't grab either of us. And then I finally got into it this past year and I stopped watching it because I decided I wanted to watch it with her sometime. So finally, yesterday, Quinn went to her friend's house. And we we just decided to have a quiet day doing nothing, and so we were just binged Succession, and um, we got to the episode where they eat songbirds. I haven't seen. Do you it watch yet. Succession? No, but I I was actually just um, thinking that that would be a good show. Before you said that, I was thinking this that that would okay. be a good show for so most of you. Are, you should watch it absolutely. Yeah. Are you aware of? This French delicacy, oh, what's it called? Um, I, I Googled it just to be sure it was an actual thing, and it is, and it's disgusting. Or Ortolan, Ortolan. No, where they eat songbirds? What? Or Ortolan. Yeah, Ortolan. Yes, Ortolan. Uh-oh. Um. O-R-T-O-L-A-N. Um, 
What is ortolan and why is it illegal? A French delicacy, ortolan is a small songbird that prepared in a way that is considered in, inhumane by the U.S. Preparation of this bird involves force feeding and drowning it in armagnac to be consumed whole. Ortolan is facing extinction, making it now banned in the U.S. and Ew, EU. Gross. So, so in the show, it is prepared um, fried, like deep fried, and they eat it whole. Feathers, beak, head, everything? Yeah. No thanks. I'm Apparently good. you're supposed to eat the head first. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm... And, and when these rich assholes eat it, they have to cover their head with a napkin. And so the guy they're... in the show says, in order to mask the shame. Oh, so they can't get prosecuted? <laughs> get convicted of it? Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'll have to watch it. Um, That's... Awful. They catch them with nets, apparently. It's. Were they like the was, size of a hummingbird? I don't. I didn't catch that the first time that I watched it. But yeah, they're pretty small. They're they're a little bit bigger bigger than a hummingbird. But yeah, they're small. Um, Daniel, do you know how you know when you're getting old? What? When you have a whole day without your child, and all you do is sit around and watch Succession with your wife. Oh, but it was great. Yeah. It no. Was so no. Nice and you, to just not yeah, do anything. Exactly. Yeah. What I mean, we're also trying not to spend money lately because we have to pay. She's, you know, school is about to be over, so yeah. we have to um, s- send her to uh, summer day camp every yeah. day. Yeah. And do you know how much we we pay per week in uh, for day camp? How many days a summer? week is it? It's five days a week. I'm going to say $500 a week. Oh, well, no, not that much. But it's expensive. At least 340 something, yeah. something like that. Dollars a week. Yeah. Um and it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's just insane. So a couple of weeks this Shit, year. Yeah, when I was summer, 9 years old, I was the day camp. <laughs> all the kids were over at my house. I was babysitting them all when I was 9. Jeez, I know. I should have charged. I didn't think about it. You should have. Yeah. yeah, and you didn't. You missed it. Yeah, missed out. So um, we're just trying to like save some money. Yeah, when where we can. I didn't really mean that. I meant you know no Netflix and chill. You would rather just watch Succession. Oh hey, nobody said that that didn't happen. <laughs> um, the other thing that I watched just yesterday, and. I know that it's a documentary and they can be dramatic and whatever, but have you heard of Natalia Barnett? No. So I found it on HBO, but I think it's actually something that was on investigation discovery. I'm not entirely sure how that works, okay. but so, well, so now it's max, right? Max and discovery yes. are, are like combined. Whatever. Oh yeah, I suppose maybe that's how it got there. Yes. It's max. Anyway, yeah. quick synopsis. Okay. This couple from Indiana adopted this Ukrainian girl in 2010. And she um, has 
I don't know the proper word, dwarfism. She's a little person. But she also has sure. some other disabilities, like beyond that, right? Like with her legs and whatnot, and her feet are weird. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she was born on September 4th, 2003. So she was six years old when they adopted her. So they, so to be clear, only the husband is in this documentary. The wife, um, is not, she wasn't part of it. And, but it's mostly this husband and like, you can pretty much tell right away that he's a sociopath. Right. And, Essentially, because he puts he puts salt on his pizza. He does. Yeah, but essentially, what happens is, is they claim that when she first got to their house, the first night that his wife was giving her a bath, that the wife like screamed, and the husband came in there, and she was shocked because the six year old girl had what he called full pubic hair. So they Googled this, and the youngest reported cases of this ever happening, according to Google, were like eight years old, right? And then um, they said that she would do these other things that just made them super curious. So they ended up getting a judge, which didn't take hardly any convincing whatsoever, to re-age this girl from born in 2003 to 1989. So... Huh? At the date of this hearing, that made her 22 years old instead of like eight years old, whatever it would have been. Okay. So, so as soon as that happens, they take her out and they get her on disability, get her food stamps, and then they like shove her in this an apartment by herself. And um, She's annoying the neighbors because she's like doesn't have boundaries, is coming over and doing all these weird things. So at the end of her year lease, they don't renew her lease and they take her to this other apartment in this town even further away. And they put her in like this this awful neighborhood in this upstairs apartment and like never check on her, right? Okay. So um CPS gets called or adult protective services, both. And they eventually, they charge these people with abuse and they charge them with abuse of a child and abuse of a person with disability. Um, but they like the husband and wife hate each other at this point, but he's sticking to the story that this girl like tried to kill them several times, but also while saying that, his wife could very well have made all that stuff up or told that girl to do that. And so the first couple episodes, you're not really sure what's going on. You don't know if this girl is like some con artist, right? You just don't know. Yeah. Anyway, by the end, it's clear that they abandoned this eight or nine year old girl because they eventually found her, her bio mom in Ukraine. They did a, a DNA test and, um, she said she was born on September 4th, 2003. If she had been born in 1989, this mom who is biologically DNA, her mother would have been nine years old, which just didn't happen. Right. Right. Yeah. And, um, anyway, this poor girl, like these people have all this video of her and they're asking her these questions on this video. 
and you can tell she doesn't really know what to say or do and you can tell she's just saying what they've already told her to say like she lied about not having her period and then later on a doctor testifies that she can't even have a period she's never had a period um because i'm guessing they wanted everybody to believe and wanted themselves to believe that she was older so that they could justify just getting rid of her because she was too much to handle, I guess. I don't know. It is super bizarre. Um, mm. What's this called again? So the the show on Netf or on HBO was called The Curious Case of Natalie uh, Nat- Natalia Grace. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, by the end of it, you feel pretty bad for her. I mean, she's... I think 19 years old or 20 years old towards the end of it and biological, but she's still legally 33 at that time. And so anyway, during the, the, the trial, they, they tried the husband and the wife separate. They did the husband first and the judge would not allow anything regarding her age in the court case. Yeah. So he got acquitted because the jury never got to hear that biologically she really was nine years old when they dropped her off. All they heard was that they neglected their 23-year-old daughter. What the fuck? Yeah, no, it's crazy. And, um, yeah, you just, you kind of have to watch it to to believe it. But, you know, in, in true, like, documentary fashion... They do kind of make it seem at first like she might have been some psycho con artist kid, but then of course right. they spin it and it's obvious she's not, never was. But this dad, oh my God, he is something else. It's huh. unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's sad. And he's in how he's not in prison and never can be in prison for that same charge because he was acquitted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It okay. Is. I'll have to watch that with Coley sometime. Yeah, I think she would find it pretty interesting. Yeah, it's definitely a per, a per uh, alley. Yeah. Well, cray cray. Um, what else did I want to mention? Oh, my pool's broken. So Quinn told me this, yes. What happened? Yeah. So the... So when when you backwash a pool, you really should turn it off, okay. and then you turn the lever to backwash. Okay. From from I forget what it's called, but open slash running. Um, you turn it off, and then you turn the lever to backwash, and then you turn it back on. Yeah. Um, but you can just do it without turning it off and usually i turn it off but for some reason last week i didn't and um when i did it it like water exploded out of the pump and um after that it the i i couldn't nothing was happening it wouldn't backwash and it wouldn't even run properly. Um, so you can see the pipes. So there's the, the pump, and then there's a clear pipe that goes up to um, the meter where the 
pump meets the sand filter and the water is supposed to go through the sand filter and back into the pool. Um, well, it didn't, it wouldn't go up that clear pipe. Like you could yeah. see the clear pipe, the water in the clear pipe, but it wouldn't reach. It was, it was dead, dead in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was just not like there wasn't, I don't know what was going on. It, it wouldn't, it's not reaching. So it's, it's, it is, it's dead right now. Okay. And I was getting it clear. The water was getting clear and turquoise instead of green. It was clearing up. It was looking good. It, we were on track. We we're supposed to have a freaking pool party on the last day of school on June 16th. June 16th. Yep. Yep. I know. Col- uh, Quinn told you. We're supposed to have all our friends over. We already sent the invitations and everything. Oh, no. Uh-huh. So, so now the pressure's on to get the pool fixed yeah. and and get the chemicals back in there and, and, and going. And, so do you, do you have a you guy know, that's on speed hundreds dial? Hundreds of dollars that we already spent on chemicals gone to waste. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I called the pool company, and luckily the pool company, so we switched from this different pool company um, who had, like, one service technician, and yeah. the, usually it was like, oh, we can't get the, out there till September. Sure. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck good does that do me, right? <laughs> so, and a couple of times they came out and they re- made some repairs, and only made things worse so we switched pool companies and this pool company is a little bit faster and the girl was like well i can't get out there till next thursday i was like okay i mean that's better than september you know whatever the other the other guys usually used to tell me so they're coming this thursday and okay well that'll still give you eight days before pool party day exactly it'll give me eight days and i hopefully can get it fixed so hopefully if if they have to get parts and all that hopefully they can get them quick um they think they know what it is they think i blew a gasket that makes sense which makes sense um so they have one already um and they're gonna bring one out so hopefully it's a cheap enough easy enough fix other than the wasted pool chemicals and hopefully you've learned your lesson daniel to always go through the proper process when backflowing your toilet swimming pool i have i have learned my lesson yes and so has bogey well that'll be fun haven't you bogey i didn't get my invitation to the pool party no you're not invited because we all know that you would just show me up by bringing yeah speaking really of which end of the school year what presents. what did i get your wife for her birthday in your dreams I don't know, but it was better than what I got her. I'm so. sure. I'm actually having a pool party on the 17th, Daniel. How's uh, that working? Of June. I am going to set up tables outside of the city pool with cakes, one decorated Black Panther style, one decorated spirit uh. and horses style for a combined birthday party for my daughters. And then yeah. I'm going to pay for anybody that comes to the party to go swimming at the swimming pool that's right next door. Nice. Is yes. that on their birthday? No. So 
um, Angela's is the 15th and Autumn's is the 10th. So we'll do a little just family 15th and 10th, know, okay. intimate get together with the five or six of us, whoever's there on those days. But this is for their friends. Um, Alicia doesn't allow friends to come to their birthday parties. So naturally. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. for family only. At least in the past, that's the way it's been. Um, gotcha. And this year, I mean, this year I have them on their birthdays because it's an odd year, but I decided to just, we'll, we'll have, I mean, they'll have their own birthdays on their birthdays with just us, but I thought I'd just do one combined party that all their friends could come to. Mm. So nice. that'll be fun. And I didn't really think of it as a pool party till you said that, but I guess technically it's a pool party, kind of. Not at my That's pool. That's a pool party. Not my yeah. pool. So obviously, if the weather doesn't cooperate, then I'm screwed. But <laughs> hopefully, yeah. it does. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, same. Yeah, but uh, man, so I, having the pool is such a pain in the ass. I bet because I can understand why, like when when kids grow up and age out of the pool, parents usually just like fill it in or or sell the house so they don't have to deal with it anymore because yeah it's such a pain because we got got to get it clear and get it swimmable but then also our patio is a mess it's just because it's all surrounded by trees back there yeah um so many trees so it's like uh covered in those little squiggly things all yes. over the patio and there's weeds growing up out of the patio that we gotta pull and and then and then beyond that we gotta um put all the furniture out yeah. which we still haven't done so it's so much work and then so that's have- why we took this weekend to just like chill and not do anything because next weekend's gonna be busy getting ready for this pool party so is this your first like were you just bringing it out of winter hibernation when all this happened or do you keep it going year round no no we don't keep it going year round yeah no i was just taking it out of hibernation it had only been open for like four days when this incident happened so how many how many houses in your neighborhood have a pool is it just yours there's one, two. There's like two or three more that I know of. I remember when I was there visiting many years ago now when you lived in yeah. a different house. And different house. I walked out back and if I remember, I one of the houses near your house there had a pool and I just found that like crazy. And... Oh, yeah. Am I wrong about that? And then I think I'd asked, and you'd said there's actually quite a few houses there with pools. And I thought to myself, this is like New England, and it it gets cold. Like, how? Oh, yeah. Oh, in in our area, in Connecticut? Yeah, Yeah. there's tons. Yeah. In our neighborhood specifically, not so many. Like, it's just, you know, we're kind of in the city. Even even three or four in your neighborhood, that's, that's probably more than there is in the entire state of Montana, personal outdoor pools. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, so my neighbors, I want to say 
my neighbors right next to us had a pool, but they closed it up. They got rid of it. Again, they're old. Their kids are all adults now. They closed it up. They got rid of it. And now this year, where the pool used to be, they've they're they built like an in an in law suite. Okay. Um, for their daughter who has cancer, so she's gonna come live with them. Oh. Yeah. I see. It's 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 a rough time for them because he also has cancer. That's, my, yeah. Jesus, that's awful. Yeah. He's uh, it's yeah rough time. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. We like, we like pools. It's, you know, if you open it in May, um, you get, you know, say you open it in May and then you close it in late September, usually. Um, so you get one, two, three, four, good solid four months with it. That's worth it. Yeah, definitely. And then, I don't know, the rest of the... People in Montana have pools, and it's freezing for nine months out of the 12 in Montana, so... Well, I know, but there's not that many people. There's there's not that many personal outdoor pools in Montana. Like, seriously, there's not. So... Okay, I saw some. Where? But whatever. When I used to go out to Montana with an... an ex-girlfriend of mine well yes i i i I meant more like do you mean like at private homes yes her family had a pool okay well were they rich or what well they had a nice house yeah yeah it's just not real common here i'm not saying it's unheard of daniel just saying it's not real common so fine the amount like for you to have an outdoor pool here you have to have a pretty upper class house. Whereas it looked like in Connecticut when I was there, it was like middle class homes. Like pools yes. were common in middle class homes. I guess that's the difference. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm trying, yeah. To, I'm trying to make. Fine. Fair enough. And I guess I was just curious why it's, why that's something that people would invest money in there when they still could only use them four to five months a year. Well, I guess that's why, because it's not as much money because you're only paying for upkeep of it for four months out of the year, you know? Yeah, I suppose. But it like, doesn't it make the home worth a lot more to have a pool. Yes. I mean, I think I hope, I don't know. Like in, in 1989, <laughs> Clark Griswold was going to have to pay $30,000 <laughs> for a pool. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I, think is probably way cheaper than it would actually be now. Mm. So, uh, Coley's cousin just put in a pool. Yeah. In uh, his house. I, I don't know exactly how much it cost, but it was, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a very pretty penny. It wasn't free. That's for sure. No. no. And, and it's everything, you know, that he had to do, they had to build the whole patio and the fence and, and a lot of it he did himself just to save money, but yeah, you know the the pool itself he couldn't do so. Um, but he did the fence himself, and I don't think he did the patio himself. Huh. So it was yeah, no, it's shit's expensive. Yeah, well, cool. Yeah. I'm gl- I'm glad you're getting your pool fixed. That's that's the whole point. 
Yeah, I'm and I'm terrified. Here's the other thing about my pool. It's old. My pool is old, and the liner in my pool is very old. And everybody, every professional that comes and looks at my pool is like, "You're gonna need to get that liner replaced." And I'm like, "I'm gonna just ride it out as long as I possibly can." Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, maybe that's by the time. Be very expensive. Maybe you can find an AI program to do it cheaper. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe by that time there'll be robots to do it. Yep. Maybe. Yep. <clears throat> so anyway, all this talk of pools is really making me have to go to the bathroom. Well, then I guess it's a good time to end the show, Jeremy. Probably. Yep. Because nobody wants poop in a pool. You. God, you didn't have to say that it was... God, just... Not again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, thanks for joining me tonight, Jeremy. It's been too long. Me. Far too long. Yeah. And Absence thank you, good listeners. Uh, does it? No. Does it really? No. no. Just kidding. Um, thank you, good listeners, for joining us for this episode of Of Course We Have a Podcast. If you like the show, give us a review on on your favorite uh, podcast platform, if you feel like it. And if you don't like the show, you know, like, uh, like Thumper's mom said, just don't say anything at all. Till next time. We'll see y'all later. Thanks for listening. Oh, that was a very, very crisp. Bye-bye. 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 Check you later. All right. See ya. Ooh, that was nice, Daniel. That was like, like. Thank you. Yeah. Wolfman Jack in the morning. Now here we go with some slow and sensual tunes to get your night going. You just got to show me up, don't you? Yep. Yep.